0: Imagine you're placing a bet in an online casino. It's not your first bet. In fact, you've been playing for hours on end, chasing the losses you've made so far. A notification pops up on your screen. You've been playing for four hours and spent your monthly limit. Would it make you stop and think twice? Researchers at Bournemouth University are looking at how the data collected during online gambling can be used to make people more aware and more in control of their behaviour. The Enabling Responsible Online Gambling Project, or AeroGAMP, aims to research and design software to help visualise gambling behaviour and try to reduce problem gambling. Dr Ryan Alley is leading the project.
1: So what we are trying to do is actually to get access to the online behavioural data. So we use that in a timely fashion. So it is basically to get how many bets a, a gambler is putting, the loss, the wins, the uh, login, and all p- possible data to use them for uh, proactive and sort of intelligent uh, mechanisms to advise them better and uh, to get them to be-, to be more in control of their gambling experience. People in marketing and promotion, they do that already, so they know when it's the right time in order to, to target uh, uh, an online customer. And what we simply are saying, well, would you please give us the same power, the same ability to access the data so that we use it in quite liberal style to make people more aware and more in control of their experience. And yeah, artificial intelligence and data mining, profiling and all these technologies are available in both ways, both for marketing and also to advise people to to be more in control.
0: Around 430,000 people in the UK can be identified as problem gamblers. Compulsive gambling can harm health and relationships as well as leaving people in serious debt. It's thought only a small proportion of problem gamblers seek help for their addiction, and so the scale of the problem could be much larger. Josephine Holloway's son Daniel committed suicide after
2: struggling with gambling addiction. Daniel started just before he was 17, so we'd had quite a few years of it, he was 35 when he died, um, but the last 18 months of his life it was online gambling. Uh, as he said, it was just another level. and. Um, obviously overwhelmed him. At the time there was a gambling review on, but they were only looking at fixed odds betting terminals. So um, in in the period that I'd lost Daniel I then started to find other people that had lost people and found that those families it was largely online gambling. And so I felt it was an area that was just being completely overlooked. At the moment I think less than 2% of people are seen with the problem at all so they don't present. So we've got, a, we've got an issue where we've got 98% of people who don't actually present with the problem. But an enormous amount is being said about the 2% that do. And so services are being set up for that 2%. We're still stuck with this 98% that don't come forward. So I think we've got to find better ways of reaching something that resonates with gamblers to get them to come forward.
0: With the proliferation of digital devices, online betting is available anywhere and anytime and losing online can feel less real as no physical money changes hands. Online gambling companies can also use the data they collect about people's gambling habits to target them with deals and offers which encourage them to bet more. But while technology is part of the
2: problem, it could also be part of the solution. They can access it from uh, all sorts of devices, that you know iPads have only been out since April 2010 and when you think of all the changes that have happened with technology there's a there's a perfect synergy going on a perfect storm between technologies and gambling I think we need software online softwares that will identify people's behavior interventions that will help um, in their progression from um, perhaps doing it a little bit too much to then becoming obsessive about it, you know, um, and, and so on and so forth, and then identifying those different stages.
3: I'm Terry White, I'm an ex fobt uh, gambler and I campaign now for Fair and Safe Gambling. The situation is that um, we're now at a point where um, people are sadly taking their own lives, uh, mainly young people, young males although ladies are involved and it's now a public health issue rather than just a sort of financial situation people find themselves in i think unless people collaborate and get together and in exchange information progress isn't going to be made and particularly you know teenagers are not going to get the helpful information that they need to make an informed decision because gambling is a very dangerous um thing to get involved with. This would flag it up for you visually to see, oh look, there you are, there's an amber light and it says that you've played a little bit too long, go and have a coffee, go and sit down, recalibrate. You may still go back and play the game, but at least you've had a refresher from it and stopped that deep intensity, which at the time is important for you to flatline out of that sort of direction you're going in.
0: The Aerogam project is part-funded by charity Gambler Aware and prototype software is being developed with feedback from gamblers themselves and campaigners like Terry and Josephine. The hope is that online gambling companies allow the behavioural data they collect to enable gamblers to be informed and equipped to control their gambling. The
1: project is in its final stage now. We develop a manifesto, a charter for the gambling industry in order to to basically support our vision. We also develop a software prototype as a proof of concept basically it's working fully and we will take that uh, software and Uh, review it together with real-world gamblers to say, well, do you like to see something like that? If they like to see something like that, then we have additional evidence why the gambling industry should provide
3: that kind of uh, of facility. Um, But it isn't a trivial matter. Uh, we're hoping to persuade government to make changes to legislation simply to make it safer. Not to stop people gambling and having fun because if somebody is able to control it, then that's fine and it is an acceptable part of society and always will be. But when it goes out of control and it's bad regulated then they at least need better information to make more informed choices about what they do when they actually go into a betting shop or log online and then decide to commit themselves mm-hmm. both financially and physically and mentally to this particular game.
2: I think software has been part of the problem but I think it's also part of the solution so it's a, it's a wonderful thing that we've got people even looking at it.
0: If you are looking for help advice or support in relation to your gambling please visit BeGamblerAware.org or contact the National Gambling Helpline on 0808 8020